Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenge is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenge. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. G'day, folks. Big edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. Looking forward to a good night of Greyhound Racing out of headquarters in Melbourne, Sandown Park, tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to have Ashley Terry on the uh, the podcast a bit later on to chat about Fearless Rory. And not just chat about Fearless Rory, but chat about Ashley Terry as a trainer as well. She's had a, a wonderful start to her training career over the last few years. A, a Group 1 win in there as well. So looking forward to that. And we are about to do a, a deep dive on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. I'm happy to announce the guests we're going to have a deep dive with and, and look at their career in Greyhound Racing is Robert Britton. So if you have a question that you'd love to ask Robert Britton, you can either get in contact with me via my socials or get on the GRV Instagram channel and send them a message there with the question you'd love to ask. And when we recall that deep dive with Rob Britton, we'll make sure we ask a couple of questions from the, the listeners of the podcast. Well, it's time to turn our attention to last week, Greyhound Racing from Sandown Park. There were so many good runs. It was such a hard one to pick run of the week, but this is what I've gone with. Run of the week. Black Spartacus, the name. Run of the week last Thursday night. Racing. Oh, Black Spartak has missed the start. Getting out quickly, Fearless Max. Winlock Cruise shows speed. Jebediah's trying to get across. Now railing through was on the inside was Black Spartacus. Getting checked was Jebediah and Forever. They're down the back straight. It's Fearless Max. Here comes Black Spartacus up on the outside. They're three to Winlock Crew. On the inside was City Knights. Kalinda Lady. And then further back to Forever and Jebediah. But have a look at Black Spartacus. Missed the start, but it's raced away. Four in front. Big win. Black Spartacus, four over Fearless. Max, Kalinda Lady ran third. Fourth in was Winlock Crew, just ahead of City Knights. And the other Dan Hibbard nailed that. It was a big win. 1893 off the back. That was the point Black Spartacus took the lead. And to overcome missing the kick the way he did and still run 29.38, I'm telling you now, Black Book the trainer Mario Briganti. He's got an unbelievable kennel of really, really fast greyhounds. And Black Spartacus fits that category. He is racing tomorrow night as well at Sandown Park in a, in a late race. And if he gets any luck, he's going to be mighty, mighty hard to beat. So that was the the run of the week. There were a, a host of other greyhounds that I was I was tempted to make run of the week. It was such a strong program last Thursday night. Obviously, Black Spartacus won the opening event. We didn't have to look too far for the, uh, the run of the week. Amron Boy made it three out of three. He was breathtaking in the third. It was a great clash, that race as well. Thought Orchestrate was big to win race five. Uh, crowded up a little bit early, but wasn't great to go, but the acceleration was sensational. And Paddy wants Pats, isn't he? Flying at the moment, 29.167 he recorded. So he is, uh, he is dead set airborne. And, and our recent run of the week, uh, Amlin Emperor. Wasn't he good? 29.39 he recorded and got around at a good price too. $4.70 upstaging the odds on favourite McKee and Bale. So nice, uh, nice night of racing from Sandown last Thursday. If you are wanting to know more about Greyhound Racing here in Victoria, you can jump on the website, grv.org.au. Follow them on the socials, uh, Twitter, also on Instagram. Just search Greyhound Racing Victoria. Let's take a look now at Greyhound Racing tomorrow night, headquarters, Sandown Park. Thursday's preview. 
Thursday night's preview now, Sandown Park, and we kick off with the valet Shane Warne. Very, very sad news this week of the the passing of the, the King of Spin, Shane Warne. So great to have the first race in his memory. The opening race on the program, look, I'm tipping seven, Aston Lavinia here. I think the five's going to go pretty hard for the rails. So the, the outside two, Mighty Pie, Aston Lavinia, they're going to come across at the start. I think if Aston Lavinia can hold out the pressure of Mighty Pie, can go a long way to winning. Race two, I'm tipping one, Fearless Rory on top now. This Greyhound looks a, a really, really promising type. If you stay tuned, we're going to have Ashley Terry on the podcast in just a moment. She'll give us the final word on Fearless Rory, but he, he looks the real deal. He runs into Amron Boy, who is exactly that, the real deal as well. So it's not going to be easy, but I think Fearless Rory's got the advantage of the good draw. Um, he, he should be there for a very, very long way. Over then to the uh, third race, going with one Lucy's Villa. Pretty even race on paper. I just feel if he can jump and run, he'll improve a lot because he is a fast dog and he just hasn't been able to show that. Race four, probably the most anticipated run first up at Sandown from any interstate raider in the past few years. 41.57, sipping Kansas, ran at Wentworth Park last start. That was his staying debut, winning by a staggering 14 lengths. So all eyes will be on the clock. We're expecting him to win race four, number five, zipping Kansas. Race five, I'm going seven, Zach's entity. Well, if he gets the run at them and he does everything right, he, he's as good as any stayer around, and you'd love to see Zach's entity v. Zipping Kansas moving forward in a 700. Race six will go to Divine Empress on top. Race seven, I'm going to Arizona Rise. Just needs to trail up behind the red. If he can do that, he'll be strong late. Race eight, here's another of those Briganti runners. Big Opal Rock, satisfactory trial here last time and goes 29.03. Huge talent, huge player. You need luck in running, but we'll be on board. Number two, Big Opal Rocks. Race nine, I'm going seven, Subtle Art. Ran a good race behind She's a Pearl in the Tamora Cup last start. It was a, a gutsy type of run and, and was there for a long way. So I think this race here looks winnable for Subtle Art, number seven. Last three races of the night, race 10, we're going with number four, Vader Bale. I think she can lead if she can lead. She can take some beating. Race 11, we're going our run of the week from last week, Black Spartacus to win again. Looks really well graded, and he, he's just an excitement machine. And race number 12, we'll go with number two, Extremely. Inside Info. Well, the form guide probably gives us just about enough information when it comes to this young star, Fearless Rory, but he looks an exciting type. Five starts, four wins and a placing, and we've been lucky enough to be joined on the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast by, I think, one of the biggest fans of the show I hear, Ashley Terry. How you going, Ash? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm going all right. Hey, it must be nice to have another good one in the kennel, Fearless Rory. Uh, I, I know from day one your opinion of, of this dog was pretty high, and, and there was that comparison made, I guess, at the same point of his career to, to Hennessy. And how do you compare the two? Yeah, they're a little bit different, um, especially now he started racing. Um, they both got that high acceleration. They, they do like that little bit of speed out of the box that they – both have that high turn of foot. Um, but, yeah, they, early days definitely, like, he reminds me a lot of Hennessy. Um, so hopefully he can turn out to be a dog like him. So, yeah, but so far, so good. He's putting the runs on the board. Hey, when, when we sit here and we look at the, the form, Fearless Rory's drawn box one, Amron Boy in box three. Now, 
as a as a racing lover, you sit there and go, "This is just an awesome mouth watering clash between two of the the real rising stars of the sport." How how do you see it going? And do you sit there and go, "Oh, we'd rather miss Amron Boy"? And what what are the nerves going into a clash like that? To be honest, we're not really nervous about it because the way I figured, um, his the plan is to go towards the launching pad with him, and you, you're going to strike dogs like Amron Boy, and he's a he's a brilliant dog and. For us, I think the main thing is for him to get around safely and if he can run a really nice race, it's not even about winning the race. It's more just the education at Sandown before the launch. And, yeah, it, it, the nerves isn't really there with that kind of thing. I don't I don't have high expectations. It's very hard to go in there thinking you can beat a dog of that quality, um, especially only having a few starts. So, yeah, as far as the nerves, not really nervous, but I'm looking forward to seeing how he... Um, competes against a dog of that quality anyway. I just want to touch base on your past as a greyhound trainer. You've, you've trained some some really good greyhounds over the years. Is there one that stands out as your favourite or, or the fastest dog you've trained? Um, probably not really. Uh, they've all been very different in their own ways. Uh, we've had a lot of success. Um, I've been very blessed, especially I think at my age, and to have had the quality dogs that we've had and the dogs that we've bred as well um i can't say there's probably been a favorite or probably the quickest either they're all they're all different in their own um rights and it's funny i've had people say to me like they think that dog's quicker or that one's quicker but i think yeah i think it's just open to interpretation everyone's probably had a different opinion about which one they thought was the quickest actually so Mm. yeah I reckon I might know one that, that might be a bit of a standout for you, Ash. I know he, he didn't go on to win the races that you may well have hoped, but he was a big white dog for memory. Only had about yeah. five or six starts. He was injury prone. And I guess that's the, the lows of the sport in a way because he, he was an absolute machine, this greyhound, but he, he just couldn't stay sound, could he? So he didn't get that race career that if he had have got it, he could have been a potential superstar. Yeah, that, that was a um, big reputation. That's um, right. Yeah, from the minute we broke him into pre-training half fields, everything we did with that dog, he was just, he was running quicker than anything that we had at the time. And he was at that stage the quickest dog I, I had had. But he unfortunately, every time we got him to a point, he would he would injure a stopper and then do the opposite side. And he had several operations and we gave him 12 months off and he'd come back um and won again, but then unfortunately he broke down again on his last start, and so we said that was enough. And he now lives um, in a backyard with another greyhound. As we went through the GAP program, and yeah, he's been a wonderful pet, but unfortunately he never really breached any full potential that he should offer. How do you put which greyhound into which trainer's name? Because obviously you you train together yourself and Nathan. So how, how do you decide which greyhound goes where? And I feel like Nathan's been pretty kind and, and he's given you Hennessy and Fearless Rory, which may well be the two best ones in the kennel. Is he after Brownie points the boy? <laughs> um, to be honest, the reason Hennessy went in my name was um, out of Sprite originally um, I spoke to Shane and he asked me to send the dog down for the cup. So I, it's just been a continuation of the same owner. Um, he stated my name. Um, Fearless Rory was a little bit of a... It, normally, the ones from that group would go into Nathan's name, um, but we have had terrible luck with them, and, and they all tell you the same thing. Um, we haven't had... We've had a couple of quick ones that had 
things go wrong and, and whatever. Um, and in this case, Nate goes, I, I want to put him in your name. You, you seem to have better luck. Um, so that was how he ended up in my name. Um, but as far as, it, to be honest, it's just, it's just depending. Normally it's just, it's, before we had the little one, um, they would just be, there'd be one shed in my name and the other shed in Nate's name. And now it just depends on what dog comes through and who the owner is. Um, that's just the easiest way that we've done it. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good the way it is at the moment because we can keep cheering and saying Ashley Terry's the better trainer and just stir Nate up. So that's good fun. Hey, right before I let you go here, Ash, what what is it that you love about greyhound racing? You've been involved your whole life, but what is it that makes you tick? What do you love about this great game of greyhound racing? Um, I, I love the dogs um, in general. Like I love the breed. They're they're just a beautiful natured breed. Um. I love that it's a family sport, especially now having my own family. I think that that's probably very important to me now more than ever. Um, I love that it's flexible hours. Um, I know that it's pretty much you don't get a lot of time off, but we also have some control about our hours and what we do. Um, there's lots of things I love about it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, they're probably the main ones. To mind. And I'm tipping you you enjoy winning the big races as well. You've won a, a group one at Sandown with Maya Mahi Mahi a couple of years ago. That must have been great fun. Yeah. Um, that, uh, to be honest, like breeding one um, is like that's a, a big goal for me to breed a group one winner. Um, to win it with Maya was a massive thrill um, and we were very, very lucky to have got her. But you know, I've got her daughter's her daughter now, and we've bred a litter with her. And if we could ever breed a Group One winner, that would be that would be something that I would dream of doing. Um, hopefully, one day. I'm sure it's not far away. And if there's one race you want to win, what would it be? Um, one race that I would love to win, probably the Hillsville Cup. Um, Ooh, we're going to go head to head there, Ash. I think that's one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's always been. That or the laurels. Um, I love girl races, um, like the girl dogs, but Hillsville's just got a special place in my heart and it gave me a lot of opportunities when I first started out and I've always got I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Hillsville. Well there she is, boom trainer Ashley Terry, group one winning trainer Ashley Terry, and we're gonna cheer for Fearless Rory to take out that race at Sandown Park tomorrow night. She's a, a wonderful person, a great person in Greyhound Racing and, and a very, very, very good trainer as well. So we wish Ash and, and Nathan and the, the whole family well moving forward. Well, that's all we have for a, another edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. It's been good fun. We had a, a good chat with Ash Terry, so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, until next time, which is only a couple of days away, we'll look at the meadows on the next episode. It is uh, safe travelling. Happy punting, folks. As always, I'll chat to you soon.